Thank you very much, Lance. Good morning, everybody. Welcome here to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. We're going to be talking Carol and Kemper Sports for the next hour. Got a busy hour in front of us with uh, Sean Minahan set to join us here in just a couple of minutes to talk about Kemper Boys Basketball. We'll then talk Carol Boys and Girls Basketball with Randy Beeson, then Katie Cook. Tyler Trying going to join us a little bit later to talk Kemper Girls Basketball. Then we'll flip to some wrestling. Shane Vaughn from Kemper and Eric Noggle from Carroll High set to join us. And Deb Danner will join us at the end of the show to talk about the Carroll Boys swim team. We're going to quickly run you through all of last night's scores. If you want recaps of the games, recap stories, and full stats from all of last night's basketball on the girls and boys side of thing, or ESAC's wrestling, all of the breakdowns available for you on the Brinks Exterior Sports Report. Just go to the website 1380kcim.com and of course you can check it out on the sports drop-down menu. Click on report scores and stats. We've got a page. We've got one for the boys basketball. We've got one for the girls basketball and we have one for the wrestling here are the scores in boys basketball it was Kemper over Atlantic 53-51 Carroll defeated Carlisle 66-43 it was Coon Rapids Baird over Glidden Ralston 52-25 also last night in boys basketball action Booyer Valley defeated Arweva 62-45 it was Esac County over Emmitsburg 52-24 South Central Calhoun rolls by Storm Lake St. Mary's 70-38 I Cam Manning defeated Audubon last night by a final of 53-40. On the girls' side of things, Carroll falls at Carlisle 48-33. It was Kemper losing last night to Atlantic 57-24. Coon Rapids Baird knocked off Glidden Ralston 49-37. It was Audubon over IKM Manning by a final of 58-40. South Central Calhoun loses last night to Storm Lake St. Mary's 42-37. Two of the top three teams probably in that conference squaring off there. Maybe two of the top four. Emmitsburg defeated Sac County 44-40. Arweva falls to Booyer Valley by a final of 69-37. In wrestling action, it was Isak falling to Spear at Lake 43-27. The Raiders would lose to Sioux Center 58-24. Isak lost to Central Springs 68-12. And Isak lost to Sioux City North by a final of 33-24. Local sports coming up for you today again in basketball. Kemper's at ESAC tonight on kick 106.7. I'll have the broadcast pregame tonight between 540 and 545 in wrestling. Carroll's at the Ames tournament. Kemper's at the Tri-Center tournament. Audubon's at the Atlantic tournament. And South Central Calhoun heads down to the Coon Rapids Baird tournament. In boys swimming, Carroll is at the Johnston invite this morning at about 11 o'clock. Back with Sean Minahan coming up next here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Sean Minahan, the head boys basketball coach with the Kemper Knights, joining us here. The Knights coming off a really nice 53-51 victory last night against Atlantic. Uh, fell earlier in the week to Dennis, and we'll talk about that coach here in just a moment. But let's start off with that win last night. Congratulations. Thanks for joining us, and congrats on that win. Yeah, thank you. It's all good to get that one. Coach, you and I were talking during the break. You kind of explained it was kind of a crazy ending. How did you guys hold on to get this one 53-51 last night? Uh, you know, we missed some free throws down the stretch. Uh, that kind of gave them some opportunities. Uh, 
Carson Kenny did a good job of taking take kind of taking control offensively in the fourth quarter. Um, was aggressive, was able to get to the rim quite a bit. Um, you know, so he, he made some big plays down the stretch for us. Defensively, we did a good job. Uh, Dawson Gifford had a great steal late. That was big for us. That led to an easy bucket. Uh, and then, you know, we missed, missed three free throws. Our last three free throws attempted in the game, we missed. Uh, it kind of left the door open for them, and they went down, um, missed their shot, at, um, got a rebound, and got fouled at the buzzer. And then uh, they missed. They, it was a one-and-one. And, or sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, it wasn't one and one it was two shots, and they missed the front end, um, and then they had a lane violation, and then we just had to throw it to the other end of the court to, to end the game. Coach, I look at the quarter scores here, up by three at the end of the first half, uh, up two at the end of the third quarter, you win by two. Did you get a chance to stretch the lead, or was this thing pretty tight like that the whole way through? You know, we had an absolutely great start. We got out to a 7-0 lead earlier, we were able to get to the rim, and then, um, they, uh, you know, they they they, they responded. Uh, Michael Kaspar got and picked up two really quick fouls. Um, one was kind of a tic tac foul. One was, one was a good call, um, but he he went out and that kind of I don't know it, our, our flow got a little messed up. We 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 did a great job of taking the attack in the rim all night long. Um, we just we didn't finish the ball at the rim the way we we're capable of. But and, you know. Um, T.J. Vanami was super aggressive. He he was getting to the rim left and right. Um, he's going to get a little better at finishing, but he was he he was very aggressive, and that was big for us. Defensively, holding them to fifty-one, I imagine, pretty happy with that. Yeah, I mean, we'll take that. And you know, we 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 did a good job on on most of our guys, and you know, the, the shots they made, they earned. They had a guy who was shooting nine percent or something like that. He was one of sixteen from three going into the game on the year. His one make was against us, and then he went three for five tonight. So um, he's got four made threes on something like, what, 21 attempts, and, and all four of them were against us. So it's just you kind of you joke about it at first, and then it actually happens. It's not as funny when it happens, it happens in the moment. Coach, also looking at you guys, pretty balanced scoring. Uh, had a number of guys put the ball in the basket. Um, getting good shots for everybody the way it looks? Yeah, I mean, I was really happy with our shot selection. At no point did I think we were really forcing anything. Um, I thought we had some really good looks. Uh, we just got to do a better job of finishing. Free throw line kind of hurting you guys right now a little bit. Yep, uh, that was a struggle. Uh, it's just kind of a between-the-ear thing. You know, we're we're more than capable. We shot a lot of free throws over break. Um, I guess we're just going to have to keep shooting them and just get that confidence going. Coach, let's bounce back to Tuesday night. Traveled over to Dennis and Schleswig to open up um, the after-the-break games. Uh, ended up losing in that game, uh, sixty to fifty-five. Kind of, uh, I don't know if it was exactly similar to, to the game you guys had with them earlier this year, but I got the sense, having called that first game against Dennis and Schleswig, you guys got to feel like you left two of them uh, with Dennis and Schleswig. Kind of slide through the fingertips a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that first time we had a nine-point lead with five minutes to go, and then we just went uh, ice cold, had some good looks that just didn't want to go in for us, um, and they were making everything. Um, had some sloppy turnovers that led to some easy buckets, and then we just, you know, they were able to hit some free throws down the stretch to, to widen them to get a 10-point win, when, and it was, you know, was a kind of a back-and-forth game that you know, we did have control of and just kind of let it slip away. Um, Tuesday night, it was it was very back and forth, you know, the entire time. Uh, we gave up nine offensive rebounds in the first half. That allowed them to stay in it. Um, I thought we they, they did a lot of ball screen coverage. We did 
we we did a, a much better job of guarding their ball screen action. <coughs> Excuse me. They did have, you know, they were still able to get some paint touches where they were able to find um, their backup post player. Um, he, had, he had a big night. He had, I don't know, something like 11, 12 points on the year, and then he had 11 points last night. So basically, or Tuesday night, he, um, you know, equaled his, his production in one night, and he was a 33% free throw shooter, and he made four free, throw, free throws in a row down the stretch. Um, you know, we had a really bad turnover with under a minute to go when we had the lead. That allowed them a chance to end up taking the lead there late. They hit a three to get a two-point lead, and we um, ran a play, got a good said, you know, we'll take whatever we can get. We got a really good look from three. It didn't go. We got the offensive rebound, um, got fouled, went to the free throw line, missed the front end of one-on-one, and then, you know, we tried to foul him with four seconds to go just to hope for a miss and hope for a miracle shot. It just didn't, didn't happen for us. Coach, you guys got some momentum last night, got a chance to, to kind of keep that going. Tonight you head up to Sac City. I'll have the game, the doubleheader for everybody on kick as you guys take on East Sac. I, I think most people that follow basketball in the area know a lot of the things start for East Sac County with Tyler Schmidt, and, uh, and you probably know that last year it was Cam Schrader, and this year uh, Tyler Schmidt's kind of taking that role. What do you know about uh, the Raiders? What are you guys looking at? Because this has been kind of a fun rivalry over the years. Yeah, um, you know, they, it, 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 it never fails. It, you know, they'll have guys that maybe are, they might be struggling a little bit from the outside, and then they always have, they just go off, and they'll have, they'll have somebody, you know, hit some big shots. They're going to shoot the ball from three point, the three point line extremely well tomorrow or tonight. Um, and then Tyler Schmidt, like you said, he's, that kid is a dude. Uh, he, he's a grown man playing against high schoolers. He's so strong, he's so good around the rim. Mid-range game doesn't matter. He's, he's athletic. He's 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 he was. We saw him this summer at the Tiger Night Shootout, and he was fun to watch. Um, just when you're refing games and you're sitting there just watching him play, he's really fun to watch play. He's he's a grown man. He's like the high school version of LeBron James in the area. <laughs> Coach, what do you guys do to to kind of slow him down and get your offense going? Uh, you know, uh, offensively against their zone, we're just gonna have to have a good ball movement. Um, you know. Look to attack them inside, get some high-low action, get, look for some kick-out threes. We're going to have to shoot the ball a little bit better than we have on the year. We're not shooting the ball particularly well, but we do have good shooters who um, they just need to get their confidence going. And, and once they do, it's going to turn some things around for us offensively really well in the year, I think. Um, so hopefully we can get some good looks on the outside. You know, defensively, we're just going to have to force him to – if he's, he's going to score his points, it just has to be because he took a lot of shots. You know, um, let him, he's going to be – force him to be a high volume guy and then just try and do our best to not let the other guys chip in and and, and beat us but um Tyler's going to get his points because he's a really good player well coach I tell you what appreciate you joining us looking forward to seeing you and the guys up there tonight against East Sac County so thanks for joining us on this Saturday morning see you later on today thank you look forward to see you. seeing you there you bet head coach Sean Manahan again with the Gipper Boys basketball team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. Champion Ford's second annual grocery giveaway is happening on Saturday, January 15th. 
Fill up your pantry is our gift to you. You heard that right. Drive through Champion Ford starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, January 15th, and receive a free bag of groceries, compliments of Champion Ford, while supplies last. You don't even need to get out of your vehicle. Pull up, roll down your window, and we'll hand you a bag. That's it. This is available to everybody. We want to give it away. 2021 is gone. Start 2022 on a great note. Champion Ford, where everybody wins. Randy Beeson, the head boys basketball coach with the Carroll Tigers, joining us on this Saturday morning. Of course, we're on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Randy, congratulations. A good week for you guys uh, this week, especially that uh, game last night over at uh, Carlisle. Uh, you guys pick up a pretty convincing win over there. Let's start with that. Um, sounds like the guys came out pretty sharp and played well from the get-go. Yeah, last night uh, we, we played really well from the start. Uh, we got out to a good start offensively and defensively. We were really good. We, we created some turnovers and got some easy looks. And uh, we're, it was up 23-6 to six at the end of the first quarter. And, uh, you know, we really talked about doing a good job defensively and our help defense even in the half court after they broke the press. We, we did a good job of speeding them up and finding guys and sprinting back and protecting the paint a little bit. So uh, halftime was really excited. We are up 38-14. to 14. Uh, held them to 14 points in the first half. So uh, we got out of the gate really well and, and shared the ball and uh, got some stops defensively. You mentioned Tuesday night when I talked to you after your win over Boone that you, it kind of played two quarters really well against Boone and, and maybe two or a quarter and a half not real solid. Um, sounds like that was something the guys focused on last night? Yeah, uh, I, would, I would say uh, last night we got three for four. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of took third quarter off a little bit last night, but, uh, you know, I mean, you're up 38-14 at halftime. You're still talking about, hey, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Let's get out there and keep defending. Uh, you know, we took the press off a little bit and just tried to guard in the half court. And our help defense wasn't very good, uh, so we gave up 17 points to them, I think, in the third quarter. We only scored 10 ourselves and got some good looks, just couldn't get some shots to fall, so... Uh, but then we responded well in the fourth quarter. We played a little better defense. We held them to three or four points there in the first four or five minutes. And, uh, you know, one of those games where you get a few more guys in the game, uh, late in the game, the guys that work hard at practice all the time and don't usually get a chance to play much at the varsity level. So, uh, it's, these are some games that are, that are fun to play. You compete a little bit, but still get some other guys a chance to play a little bit as well. Randy, you mentioned here a moment ago, didn't play real good defense there in the third. This this program's been so good defensively. Has that been a surprise to you that at times this year this team doesn't defend maybe as well as you have in the past? Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, we talk about it all the time. Uh, we talk about trying to take out the other team's best player, you know, and really making someone else beat us. And, uh, you know, I don't know what it is, uh, you know, Teams have, have shot the ball really well against us. Uh, I go back and watch film and see contested threes, and they're going in, you know, and we talk a lot about forcing contested jumpers and, and making it tough and keeping them out of the paint, you know, and teams, for whatever reason, have uh, shot the ball really well. You know, Bondurant made 16 threes against us. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but made 12 threes against us a couple games ago, you know, so... Uh, we're protecting the paint a little bit. Uh, usually we can just get a few guys to miss a little bit on the arc, and for whatever reason this year, uh, teams are shooting it pretty well against us uh, from the arc. So 
we'll keep getting better. We've got to do a better job of limiting the uh, team's best players uh, to below their average. You know, going in the games, we know who their best players are. We spend a lot of time going through scout report and watching film and and uh, doing some of those things. So we just got to do a little better job of uh, honing in on those guys and, and making those other guys beat us. Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like a lot of those shots are contested. Is it just teams shooting the ball well uh, and you guys are still playing good defense, or is it kind of a combination of both? I would say it's a little bit of both. I mean, yeah, uh, our guys work hard defensively. So, uh, I mean, uh, I can't fault their effort most times. But it's little things, you know, being in the right position, uh, helping, closing out the right way, uh, you know, little things that you try to work on every day in defensive shell and some defensive drills, and it just has to translate over to the game. And You know, a game gets a little more exciting. It's a little bit quicker than practice. And, uh you don't do the little things, usually you get exposed a little bit. So uh, our guys have done a good job in the last couple of games. You know, uh, it's going to happen, uh, you know, here and there in a game where you don't quite do things perfect. And, uh, you know, we got outscored 17-10 in third quarter tonight, but, uh, you know, we were pretty good for two quarters. So uh, hold the team to 14 points in two quarters. At some point, they're going to make a few shots and, yep. and get a few things going. So. They made well run, and we responded well in the fourth quarter and made some shots ourselves and got a few more stops there. Coach, let's bounce back to Tuesday. 74-62 win over Boone. Um, really liked the way you guys came out of the gate in both of the, the, the halves, you know, first quarter, third quarter. Um, Nick Mackey shot it really well. I liked what I saw from Evan Hammer. Uh, of course, you're always going to get what you get from Caleb Booth and I think even Caden Cook. I think you can almost write Caden's numbers, and he's going to be within a couple of each, uh, you know. But uh, your thoughts on, on the win Tuesday and how you guys played? Yeah, once again, we came out of the gate really well. Uh, and we were up 21-6 to before they hit back-to-back threes there at the end of the first quarter uh, to make it 21-12. So uh, we were feeling, feeling pretty good about ourselves and, once again, really good job defensively, uh, you know, and uh, we made some shots. We passed the ball really well. And I uh, give them credit, second quarter, they uh, they responded a little bit and made it a nine-point game there. But uh, we had... A really good third quarter. Uh, we talked about two quarters. Uh, our first and third quarter were really good two games ago, and uh, last night uh, the first two quarters were were pretty good. So uh, yeah, Nick Nick shot the ball really well. He made five threes that night, and uh, you said that Caden and Evan were pretty good. They, they were both in double digits, uh, thirteen and twelve. And you know, Caleb Booth played a, a phenomenal game last night, uh, scoring. I think it was 27 points, but, you know, had six or seven rebounds, five or six assists, uh, four steals, uh, was really solid. You know, on Tuesday night, uh, they did a really good job of covering him up, and uh, he only scored seven points, but had seven or eight assists, you know. So that's what makes him such a such a fun teammate and a good team player is that he's okay with scoring seven points and as long as he's getting his teammates involved and his teammates are are uh, having a good game. So it's fun when those other guys step up a little bit and get it going. And, uh, you know, Caleb's such a good player, but when we can get those other guys going too, it makes us way more dangerous. Coach, uh, you feel pretty good about what you guys were able to focus on over the break, and getting Gus Collison back probably helps as well? Yeah, for sure. Uh, It helps to get people, get guys healthy. And, you know, early on, we played a tough stretch there where we lost three or four games in a row and against some really good teams. And, uh, you know, some of our guys still trying to find their way, you know, playing big minutes at the varsity level. So 
Uh, break was good to us. Uh, we, had, we had a good scrimmage against Harlan and uh, have come out the first two games uh, and played really well. So we'll have to keep that going, uh, you know, with, with ADM and Gilbert next week and uh, a couple big games after that. So we just talk about one game at a time. You know, uh, our conference is, is tough. Every game's uh, a tough one. So uh, we're just taking it one game at a time and try to be a little bit better every day of practice and, and keep moving forward. Well, Coach, appreciate you joining us on this Saturday morning. We'll see you Tuesday night as you guys host ADM. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. You bet. Head Coach Randy Beeson again with the Carroll Boys basketball team back with more from MC's next here on KCIM. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Let's talk a little Carroll girls basketball right now with head coach Katie Cook, who is joining us on this Saturday morning. Tigers go one and one uh, here to start the second part of the season, uh, picking up a win over Boone on Tuesday night, but falling last night at Carlisle. Coach, uh, you and I were kind of chatting during the break. Uh, had some turnover issues against Boone the other night. Uh, able to battle back through those. Uh, sounds like that was a little bit of a problem maybe against Carlisle as well last night. Not able to rally back on that one. Right. Uh, we've been plagued by turnovers this week, uh, so it's something we need to continue to focus on. Did Carlisle come out and do some pressing, or, or what do you think was the issue with the turnovers? They did press, and I, we, you know, we need to find strike a balance between, um, you know, being cautious in the press and being aggressive. I think we're, sometimes we're too timid, and and um, when really we could just use our speed and attack it a little harder. Coach, uh, you talked about maybe kind of a tough start, tough first quarter last night. How far were you guys down, and did you kind of rally and get back into the game? You know, at the end of the first, I believe it was 17-2. to two. Um, It was ugly. And then at the half, we, we closed the gap, and we were only down six going into the half. What started to work, getting into the half court and executing? Well, we switched up defense, um, and we moved some people around in the press break. Uh, but I think it started with uh, we we started in a one three one and then in the second quarter we switched to a half court man, um, and it just we were able to get more stops out of it. And with those stops, you know they don't get to, to score, take the ball out, and set up their press. We get to you know try and score in transition. So that works a little bit better for us. Who played well offensively for you last night? Uh, Cameron Chable led all scores, uh, led our team in scoring with 10. She also had eight rebounds, um, you know, and she led in the Boone game too earlier this week. Yep. So good week for Cameron. Yeah, bounce back. She mentioned something when I interviewed her after the game against Boone the other night that it was a confidence thing kind of in her own head with her shot. What did you talk to her about during the break that she looked more aggressive and more confident uh, the other night against Boone? Uh, you know, we just addressed the fact that she's, She's been in a slump. We acknowledged it, and uh, all she really needed was one good game to turn the corner, and I think I think we're there. Let's bounce back real quick then to the Carlisle game last night. Kind of got back into it at halftime. How'd the second half start for you guys? Um, you know, not not bad. Our our defense. I think we got a little tired. 
we have some injuries. Um, we've got two starters out with, you know, a knee issue and a hip issue. Uh, and we aren't, we weren't as, didn't go as deep uh, into the bench as we usually do. Um, we were getting a little tired and that was starting to show. Um, we just couldn't overcome that hump. I, I thought uh, we got good looks, but we weren't able to finish. Um, we did take better care of the ball in the second half, but Carlisle played really, I mean, to their credit, they played a really good game and hit some tough shots. Coach, you mentioned those injuries, Josie Ayala and Chase Hennard, the two out right now, and Josie went down in that Boone game. Um, who are some of the kids that maybe saw some more minutes, uh, you know, against Carlisle that had to kind of take some of those new roles on? You know, Josie, Josie did, she did sprain her ankle um, against Boone and missed the end of the Boone game, but she she did play last night against okay. Carlisle. Um and she had a great defensive game, took a charge. Um, I think she had nine points. Uh but I thought um it's Hannah and Shay that were out last night and, and Kate, I thought Caitlin Aiden really stepped up um and, and she led us at point. She had six points last night and did did a pretty good job taking care of the ball and attacking the basket. Let's move back to Tuesday, the win over Boone, 40-35, to the final. Defense stood out for me. I thought you guys had a, a good defensive game holding them to 35. You knew going in they were going to continue to fire up threes, and that they did that night. But how did you feel like you played defensively? Oh, at times I thought we looked pretty good. Um, and, you know, obviously at times we didn't. I didn't. I, I wanted to keep them off the three-point line a little bit more since that's kind of what they like to go to. But... Um, it, we again, their press gave us a little bit of trouble. Um, had some turnover issues to start the game. They came out hot, uh, and they they took the first quarter. I think mm-hmm. they scored fourteen points or so. But um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, they were really hot to start. Yeah, they did have fourteen <laughs> points in the first quarter. So uh, a little more than we'd like to give up. But again, at the end of the day, the W is what's mat- what matters most. What did change then in the second quarter? You guys outscored them 13-6 to in the second to take a 24-20 lead at halftime. Oh, my gosh. You're taking me back in time. <laughs> um, uh, to be honest with you, Jeff, I don't even remember. <laughs> All the quarters are jumbling together. Well, I, I, I think Maddie Tuning hit a, a big three for you, if I remember correctly, Coach, and Addie Clucky kind of came on and found Maddie for that three. Um, you guys went on a 9-0 run, if I remember correctly. Hannah Jorgensen uh, found uh, Maddie Tuning as well for another three. Uh, talk about that win. What what did that win mean for you guys coming out of the break? Um, it just show, You know, I, I was hoping we'd come out a little sharper after the break to be honest, but it, it was kind of an ugly win, but a win is, is a win nonetheless. I thought we showed uh, some grit, though. We find, like doing whatever it takes to find a way. Um, and you mentioned Maddie Tuning hitting a couple threes towards the end of the game. That was huge. Um, and it was nice to see her uh, step up in that role. We really, our scoring is usually evenly distributed and um, I think we had, we didn't have anybody in double digits that game but we had seven girls with more than four points. So we have, you know, at any any given night, you don't know who's going to pop off. Yeah, and one of those players that night, I brought her up the other night, Ava Gross. I thought she really, both on offensive and defense, doesn't look to score a lot, but rebounding and especially on the defensive end just gives you such great energy. 
Yeah, she's a great spark, um, a little spark plug. She And she has a good inside and outside game, great three-point shot, uh, and she's a fun girl to coach. Coach, you guys right back into it on the conference Tuesday. I'll be up there, ADM. You guys get a host them. What are you looking at with ADM? Uh, from what I know so far, ADM has good size. Um, I think they started off slow this season, but they have, uh, since the break, they have pulled off a couple of big wins. Um, they beat Carlisle, and uh, they beat Bondurant Farrar tonight, I believe. So they're on a hot streak. You guys going to be healthier Tuesday night? I hope so. <laughs> well, I, you know, we'll see. So, uh, one of them is up in the air, and one of them should be back. So Okay. Well, Coach, appreciate your time here on this Saturday morning. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you Tuesday night against ADM. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Go Tigers. You bet. Head coach again, Katie Cook with the Carroll Tigers. Back with more from MCs coming up next year on KCIM. Kristen Campisi with Kathy Steffes from DePaco Community Credit Union in Carroll. 2022 is here, Kathy. What a great time to start organizing your finances for, for 2022 in the future. Absolutely. Just like your physical well-being, we benefit from our regular financial checkup. It's a great opportunity to review your goals, your budget, your investments, even legal documents like your power of attorney and will. There's a lot of organizing that you can do for the future. You know, ask yourself the tough questions. What if you're suddenly unable to care for yourself and your finances? Are you prepared? Let's take it a step further. Do you have a plan in place for when you pass away? And you also have to consider any life changes. Anytime you experience a life-changing event, it's important to review your accounts, insurance policies, and documents like your power of attorney and will. Make sure your accounts have the correct information and updated beneficiaries. We at Dupaco, we have a free money makeover that can help guide you through your financial checkup. You can either stop in, call us, or you can get some of our free financial tools and resources at dupaco.com. Keeping your finances on track in 2022, DePaco Community Credit Union. We're back here at the MC Country Cafe. Coach Ishaan talking Kemper girls basketball right now. Joining us is head coach Tyler Tryon. And coach, as always, good to catch up with you. Appreciate you joining us here. My pleasure, Jeff. You bet, Coach. Let's uh, start uh, with the game Tuesday night. Went over to Dennis and Slushwig uh, as you guys had a little bit of a rough start here to the second half of the season, falling Tuesday night uh, to Dennis and Slushwig by a final of 54-33. Uh, to 33. As, as you look back at that game, Coach, uh, kind of similar to tonight in, in a way, a, a pretty good start down four at the end of the first quarter, still in it there at halftime, down just seven, uh, but kind of a tough uh, scoring in the, in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, on Friday night, it was tough scoring for you guys really in the second and third quarter but let's look at that Denison game how did you feel like you guys played that night we played pretty good defensively um like you said points are kind of hard to come by sometimes we like to try to generate a little offense with our defense and kind of get out and go a little bit but um we had some troubles getting stops on defense and then and then Denison mixed it up pretty good defensively and gave us a couple different looks and uh, we got some we got some uh, open shots we just have a hard time knocking them down and in turnovers or, or, or turnovers are a problem for us right now uh, and we had a handful of those over there in Denison too and um, yeah we, it's just uh, you know it's been one of those weeks where uh, it's you know it's it's been tough. Did you feel pretty good coming out of the break, like you got some good things done uh, during the holiday week, uh, holiday break? We did, um, like, like uh, schematically, like, um, you know, offensively, defensively, what we what we want to do. But it's, you know, we're 
fundamentally we're kind of struggling with some things, just some basic passing and um, and knocking down shots. And that's where, I mean, we just got to find ways to, to continue to see the ball go in the hole. And, um, you know, it's and it's hard for us, you know, when we're preparing for these teams to simulate the length of Atlantic and uh, the physicality of Denison and things like that. And, you know, we we come through practice and we think we're we're pretty prepared. And then, you know, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And that's kind of what's happened. Coach, I noticed early in the season teams really focusing on Catherine Mayhall trying to slow her down. Do you feel like you guys are still getting good looks and the shots are not falling, even though teams are really trying to take her away offensively? Yeah, I mean she's she's still going to go and she's going to get her looks, and um, you know Cora's going to get her looks, and we've got we've got kids that can put the ball in the hole. It's just Coach Yetmar and I were talking that one of these days it's going to start clicking and they're going to start they're going to start going down and things are going to get easier for us. Let's bounce ahead then to last night. Uh, you guys uh, hosted Atlantic fifteen uh, eleven at the end of the first quarter. What went right offensively early on? Oh, we got out in transition, and we got um, uh, Quet scored a couple early easy buckets, and and Franny kind of carried us there for a little bit, um, and so that that was going well. And defensively, we were doing okay, but then we began to have some breakdowns, and they switched things up defensively, and we just kind of regressed when it came to just throwing the ball around, and we trying to throw through hands and they'd get tips and get out. So we, I think we gave up 25 in the first half and at least 20 of them were transitioned just off turnovers. What's creating the turnovers? Are you guys trying to rush things? Is it, is it the struggles offensively and starting to force things a little bit or, or is team speeding you guys up? No, we're, we're kind of rushing it. Um, we've been going, I mean, we've worked against one, three, one quite a bit in practice. And again, in practice, it works, but against Atlantic, when you've got you know five ten or six footers out there, it's it's hard for us to simula- simulate the length. And when it comes easy in practice, we kind of try to do the same things instead of adjusting. And and you know Atlantic's athletic, and, and they'll get out and they'll get into those passing lanes where we it looks like it's open, but um, they'll, they'll get down there and get tips and get steals. But we we just have to try to be a little more patient share the ball back and forth, make their zones move a little bit, and then just know when to attack. Pretty happy with how your defense is playing right now. I mean, you give up 57 on Friday night, uh, gave up only 54, uh, you know, the other night. So most of the time, if you give up in the 40s or 50s, you got a chance to win games? Yeah, if we can keep teams under 50, normally I would feel pretty good about that because we're more than capable of, I think we average 43 a game, but we're more than capable of, you know, getting into the 50s, uh, especially with our defensive stops. And like I told the girls, I gave them a little science lesson about Murphy's Law um, against Atlantic that, you know, everything that could go wrong went wrong for us. And Atlantic made a bunch of shots that I don't know that they typically make. And and we missed a bunch that we'd normally make. And sometimes you just got to kind of tip your cap and, you know, it was it was a butt kicking, and take it and move on. 
And you mentioned moving on. You got to do that right away. You guys don't have a lot of time to waste. You're right back at it tonight uh, up at uh, Sac City. I'll have the broadcast for everybody on Kick 106.7. What are you looking at with the Raiders? Have you even had a chance to really look at them yet? Uh, not really. I talked to, I don't remember who I talked to about. It might have been you, or maybe it was Tyler Bruder. Anyway, I talked to him about them, and they got a Bond Tracker girl up there, and they got uh, another decent sized girl down low, and you know, Phillips will have them ready to go, probably see some more zone action, and we'll get, again, plenty of looks, and and one of these times our, our shots are going to start falling. Cause like I said, we got we got girls that can shoot, we got girls that can score, and they can get out, and we've been working on getting to the, trying to get to the bucket, maybe get some fouls, get to the free throw line, and it was, it was a pretty physical game today, which, you know, I don't, I don't mind it when we're on defense, because uh, you know, they let a quiet go a little bit down low, but, you know, it's hard for us to understand how to get to the free throw line, and that's actually been a point of emphasis for us the last couple of practices. But, you know, we, we were we're getting some of the, most of the looks that we want, but, you know, today against ESAC, we'll, we'll go up there and we'll try to pressure them a little more defensively and then uh, see if we can't get some, create some easier buckets. Well, Coach, appreciate your time here this morning. Looking forward to seeing you and the girls up there again tonight. So uh, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you later on. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Head Coach Tyler trying again with the uh, Kemper Girls basketball team back with more from MC's coming up next here on KCIM. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes. Up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? Some months I make 200 to 300 bucks. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code QUICK for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code QUICK for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code QUICK. We're back here at the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Let's talk a little Kemper wrestling right now. Head coach Shane Vaughn is joining us. And, and coach, you guys had a very busy week. Matches Tuesday, Thursday. You're going to be back at it on this Saturday morning. We'll talk about that one coming up here. But let's bounce back to Thursday. Had to make that long road trip down to Clorinda. A bunch of Hawkeye 10 conference teams down there. You guys, Creston uh, and St. Albert, went 2-1 and one on the night uh, overall in duels. Um, I had you for 13 and 13 in matches that were wrestled that night. Wins uh, against Clorinda and a dominant win over St. Albert. A tough loss to a very good Creston Orient Maxburg program. But overall, how did you feel like the guys wrestled? Yeah, um, you know, this is a question that I can answer a lot differently now than if I'd been asked right after our first duel. Um, you know, looking back against Clorinda and St. Albert, I thought we wrestled well. Um, we, you know, we were aggressive, we were dominant, we set the tone in a lot of the matches. Um, it was a good way to close the night out. You know, we started off with the first duel tonight against Creston, and I, uh, I thought we didn't look ready. Um, Creston does a great job of coming out aggressive and physical and high-paced, and they want to control the tempo if you let them, and for the most part, we kind of let them. Um, you know, obviously nothing to take away from them. Like, 
they're a great program, but they came out and were aggressive and, you know, coming after us. And it was one of the few times this year when I've seen us kind of back down across the board. And, you know, it was frustrating because, you know, whether it impacts the final score or not, I felt like that wasn't our best showing in the first duel. And, you know, we had a little conversation between duels and something clicked and we came out a little more fired up against Clarinda and that one reflects in the score. And then St. Albert, um, you know, I've been, I was kind of talking to their coach a little bit. I know they're pretty banged up right now and weren't able, able to fill a lineup, but the kids they have are scrappy. And, you know, we were able to come out in those matches that they did have opponents for us and still wrestle pretty well. So, well, I don't know, overall a good night. Coach, what weight class did you guys start out against Clarinda? Was it Owen Apple at 106, and did that kind of jumpstart you guys when he picked up that win by fall? Yeah. Um, yeah, first we'll start at heavy, so second we started at six with Owen. And, uh, yeah, it was it was good for him to go out there and get some success. And, you know, he got the fall in a minute 57. So being able to get that win, you know, right near the end of a period and put it away early where they don't have a chance to come back and maybe catch us and something was awesome. And then um, back-to-back forfeit, actually it looks like three forfeits in a row. Um, you know, they all kind of run together. But I'm looking at the score sheet from last night, and we were able to just kind of get rolling after that and picked up a couple big wins at 45-52 and – um, you know, just, I don't know, a lot, a lot better effort, a lot better momentum and excitement in that duel from our side of things. Shea did have, Shea Parkas did have a ranked guy uh, picked up a 7-1 to victory. What stood out for you about how he wrestled? Um, his composure and his aggressiveness. When, when Shea is on and being aggressive and firing shots off, he's really hard to beat. You know, he's really hard to slow down. He's really hard to stop. And he got to his shots, um, that Clarinda kid's a really tough wrestler. We've, we've had battles with him over the years, but I think Shea had three takedowns in that match and just kind of, you know, controlled every position and never really looked threatened. Um, you know, like I said, that's a great opponent, and Shea came out and did everything he needed to do to control it and come away with a pretty decisive victory. Coach, let's bounce back to Tuesday. You guys hosted a bunch of area schools in Ridgeview. Carroll was there, Coon Rapids Baird was there, Audubon, and at Ridgeview. So, uh, you know, four of the five teams there are schools that we uh, that we cover. You guys came out of there three and one on the night. Uh, the lone loss against your crosstown rival in, in Carroll High uh, ended up losing that one in a tight one, thirty nine to thirty. How did you feel like you guys wrestled in that matchup? Oh, you know, it was a it was a really fun environment. Um, you know, with five teams there, the gym was pretty full, and especially five local teams. You know, everyone's going to travel to the close meets, and Carol had a big crowd. We had a big crowd, and so the the energy and the excitement was awesome. Um, I thought we we wrestled well and cut a few matches, and there are a couple where I felt like we left a little bit out there. Um, but you know, these are these are fun duels because these kids grew up together. They were training partners for a long time. You know, a lot of them are friends. Like, so there's, you know, there's a familiarity, but there's also a little bit more, you know, deep down to it where these kids really want that one. And they came out really fired up and, you know, it, it was a good duel. It was a really fun environment. Um, I, obviously there's a couple there I'd like to get back. Um, anytime you lose a duel by nine, you know, you're looking really, I mean, that's a one match flip. You know, yep. if there's one where, Maybe we got pinned and could have, you know, were capable of getting a win or maybe we, you know, got a win and could have got more bonus or, you know, there's, there's a thousand different ways you can analyze that. But end of the day, that night they had it and, you know, props to them. They're a great team. Um, I was kind of following. It looks like they had two big wins last night. So Carol's really picking up steam and wrestling well. And, you know, now that, now that we're done competing against them for the rest of the year, it's all the, you know, all love for those guys. We're looking forward to seeing how they do and, 
cheering them on as they conclude their season. And I know they, their coaches feel the same way about us. You know, they're talking about what they can do to help us out and wishing for success for both local teams. Coach, you guys rolled in your other three matches, uh, kind of blowing away your competition, beating Ridgeview 64-6, to uh, beat Audubon 69-9, and, and shut out Coon Rapids Baird. Uh, they only have three guys, but uh, still able to pick up uh, three wins that night uh, and win that one 78-0. What stood out for you about how the guys wrestled in those matches the other night? So I think that was a big difference from um, the way I felt after those duels my first year here, first and second really where, you know, it, it felt like in past years if there was a duel where we knew just based on forfeits and numbers we were going to win, it, it felt like our guys came out a little hard to get fired up for their own match because they knew it was already taken care of. And so we've been really stressing, like, hey, you know, worry about yourself. Team score doesn't matter here. You go get the win. Do it for you right now. It's not about the team. Like, this one's about you. And anytime you can put up zero on someone, it's it's pretty cool. And, you know, Audubon and Kuhn both have, you know, they're – they're low in numbers, but they do have tough kids, and every time out, they're going to fight and they're going to battle. And so to roll the way we did and to, to pick up the wins we did felt pretty good as well. Headed down to Tri-Center today. What are you looking at in that tournament? It's always a tough tournament. Um, it's one where, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but historically we've done pretty well. And this year we've got a couple uh, sectional and district opponents there. So it's always good to get kind of a look at, you know, that uh, competition that'll you'll hit as you head in the postseason, and um, I don't know. I'm ready for it. Um, we uh, we came out of break with a pretty busy week that first week back with seven duels, and hopefully a good day today can kind of close it out and get us rolling through that second half of the year. Well, coach, we wish you the best of luck coming up today. Appreciate you joining us. I have a feeling you guys are going to do really well down there. So, best of luck, uh, and looking forward to catching up with you next week. Yeah, thank you very much. You bet. Head Coach Shane Vaughn again with the Kemper Wrestling Program back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show next here on KCIM. Champion Ford's second annual grocery giveaway is happening on Saturday, January 15th. Fill up your pantry is our gift to you. You heard that right. Drive through Champion Ford starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, January 15th and receive a free bag of groceries, compliments of Champion Ford while supplies last. You don't even need to get out of your vehicle. Pull up, roll down your window, and we'll hand you a bag. That's it. This is available to everybody. We want to give it away. 2021 is gone. Start 2022 on a great note. Champion Ford, where everybody wins. Eric Noggle, the head wrestling coach with the Carroll Tigers, joining us on this Saturday morning. Coach, congratulations. A fantastic start to the second part of the season for you guys. Uh, sweeping uh, four matches on Tuesday and then sweeping two big ones uh, on Thursday in the Raccoon River Conference and especially the win over Ballard. So congratulations on a great start to the second part of the season. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Let's talk about Thursday night, especially that win over Ballard. Um, I, I heard the kids talking about it, uh, the varsity boys, while North Polk and Ballard were wrestling. And even even when you guys were wrestling North Polk, which you took on before you took Ballard, some of the wrestlers were coming over talking to some of the basketball guys who were sitting in the area that I was standing in in the doorway uh, on Thursday night. And they were talking about the fact that you guys had never beaten Ballard before, what this was going to mean, how rowdy they wanted that crowd to be, and, and everything worked out and you guys got the win. Yeah, it was, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, our our crowd was, uh, you were there. Our crowd was a lot of fun, and you know it it sparked it. And the kid the kids wanted um, wanted that win bad. You know it's it's hard when you go through and for like the last four years, you know you were you wrestled Ballard, and they're continually you know traditionally pretty good, and 
you know, have the reputation of wrestling hard and, and their prestige is there and they've, they've earned it, you know, and the last four years we've had opportunities and it's like one match goes wrong one way and the next year we got to think we have a chance and then one match goes wrong the other way and it just like four years it just felt like constant, you know, and I think those guys felt it and they were just tired of it and, you know, they just wanted to settle it and, and uh, everybody jumped in and, and wanted it and when everybody's got the same goal, these, these kids are pretty dangerous. Kel Nelson and Levi Dirks got you started with back-to-back falls at 120 and 126 pounds. How much did you guys need that to keep that energy and that kind of that focus where it was at? Oh, that was huge. So Kale came out right away and just took it to it and and got the fall, and then Levi jumped right in and kind of got a little scary on the headlock, but Levi jumped back out of it and, and did his part, and they were the spark plugs that got that ball rolling. And, you know, our, our team is, is designed and kind of set up that way that, you either got to step in front of that snowball and stop it, or it's going to run you over. And the guys got that momentum, and, and, and those two started it off really well for us. Talk about Owens win, Owen Clucky and Carter Drake. Both decision wins, but uh, turned out to be critical wins for you in pretty tight matches. Owen Clucky won 6-4. Carter Drake got a shutout, but a 7 to nothing win against some pretty good wrestlers. Yeah, Owen Clucky jumped in and, and won 38 for us, and... Uh, and did a good job. Owen's kind of been that kid where we just kind of move him and Cooper around and figure out, and, and he's been working really hard in the room, and, and he's a listener, and he, he's a go-getter, you know. Um, talent-wise, you know, sometimes sometimes people are a little bit better, but you got to outwork Owen, and, and he's willing to put the time and the effort in, and, you know, he was, he was a pretty pivotal part to, to that win. And, you know, Carter being a senior and then being on the other side of that for, like, the last four years, you know, you know how he's feeling, and, and that basketball crowd and all his buddies kind of helped him out a little bit, you know, and he feeds off of that. And, you know, we kind of debated there. I didn't know what they were going to do, if they were going to put a kid out. And at first they weren't, and then they were, and then they weren't. I, I, we had no idea what was going on, <laughs> you know. So we put Carter out there, and Carter wanted to wrestle, and he made it apparent that he wanted to wrestle. It was not going to be very happy if he was going to take a forfeit. And coach, it, it's it's. I think people that don't go to wrestling or don't know much about it don't realize the mixing, matching, the strategy that you guys and coaches have to look at of who's wrestling, how you can move guys around to get the best matchups to give you that chance to win. And and both coaches were doing that in that match. I thought last night. Yeah, we, you know, you move it to get it in. You know, the problem is we're giving up eighty two, ninety five, and two twenty. That's yep. that's eighteen points. You know, and it, it's hard for people to understand that. And I relate it this way. It's like playing basketball and they make a shot and you don't get the ball. <laughs> now go in. You yeah. know, it's really, really tough. <laughs> Every time they shoot a basket and it goes in, they get the ball again. So it, it's tough. So, you know, we, we know we're down 18, and then that puts pressure on the other guys. So now they have to get three pins to make sure that it evens it out. Now now you got to go through the rest. And with 14-week classes, it becomes that. You know, and, and that's why the flip goes out and you get out or even because the number match. And, and you got to play a little strategy in there and, Ballard caught us last year with a little bit of strategy that I wasn't ready for, and you know maybe I got out coached there, and and that happened, and and we lost that. But you know we were ready this this year for it, and like I said, we, not a lot of change. We just put guys where we're supposed to, and we want to wrestle, and we're going to put our good guys against your good guys, and put our all of our guys against your guys, and they want to wrestle with each other. So you know that's it's a lot of fun, but yeah, there's a lot of strategy to it that people probably don't think about. Draylon Schweitzer, I thought, was huge uh, for you guys uh, in both matches last night. Talk about the night he had. Oh, yeah. Draylon's a little spark plug. You know, he's right now he's in a real good frame of mind. Um, I think having that big win against um, Whipple from Clorinda, the number two kid in the state, 
uh, the Carol Invitational kind of lit a fire in his rear and and and, and set the momentum. The things that we've been telling him that he's capable of wrestling with anybody in the state, and you know, and then we go out and wrestle Kemper, and he wants to wrestle Riley, who's a, who's a tough competitor, and you know, and and Riley's ranked, I think, eighth, ninth, sixth, somewhere in the state, and you know, he 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 wants to wrestle the best competition, and he's not backing down, so. That's the momentum and the, and the mentality that these guys have. They're they're not afraid of who's standing out there, and and they want the best competition, and they don't want to shy away from it. And he's he's kind of that little spark. They're all little spark plugs, I guess you could say, <laughs> to to go do that. But yeah, he's having a he's having a good start to the second half of the season. Coach, you mentioned the matchup with Kemper that happened on Tuesday night. As you guys, Audubon, Ridgeview, and Coon Rapids Baird all wrestled up at Kemper. You guys went undefeated on the night. The big win, the the thirty nine to thirty win against Kemper. The match that jumped out to me was that matchup at one fifty two with Jaira Gallagos and Shea Parkus. That just sounds like it was a fun one. Oh yeah, those two they battled it out last year, and they they that was worth the uh, mission to the house and or to the event at, at right there, you know. Um, you got two hard kids and two really good wrestlers, and 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 they don't like losing, and and it's it's a lot of fun, and you know I I think I uh, Jair had Shea on his back at one point, and I don't know how Shea got out of it and came out of the back end of it, and next thing Jair's on his back, and you know the whole place goes back and forth. It's kind of like a teeter totter, you know, he's kind of to ride the momentum, and we happen to come out on the top end of that, and then we started putting things together, and and it was an exciting match, and. Both squads were in it, and I think I lost about four pounds just sweating <laughs> through it. I think I sweat through my pants at that point, but um, it was a lot of fun, you know. And the kids are excited, and you got two good wrestlers in the community, and they're, they're wrestling hard, and 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 that's what we want. And it, it was a lot of fun. Coach, you guys right back into it today doesn't get any easier. We were joking uh, in during the commercial break here on the show this morning. Uh, headed to Ames for their tournament, uh, the the Jack Menden Hall, um, going to be loaded today. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. We're going to be six. Uh, 16 teams there, two from Nebraska. You got Indianola, Iowa City High, Cedar Rapids Kennedy, Ankeny, um, Ballard, Boone. I think Perry's there. Um, Pokey. I mean, 16 teams. It's gonna be a lot of. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I hope. <laughs> but we'll see what we'll see what we got, and you know, that that, that tournament's always a good tournament because if you can make it through that tournament, that usually comes out through. The state tournament, you get to figure out guys that are standing on the podium there are probably guys that are going to be standing on the podium down at the state tournament. So there's going to be a lot of number ones and number twos even going at it. And, you know, and we just got to go out and wrestle and, and, and do the best possible thing we can and take on the guy that's standing across from us. Well, Coach, we wish you the best of luck, not just in wrestling, but getting that voice back to full strength. So <laughs> appreciate you joining us here, man, and have a great rest of your weekend. Hey, I appreciate it. January's a long month. I don't know. I might not get it back. That's true. We might have to talk to one of your other coaches next week. <laughs> <laughs> They'd like that. <laughs> you bet. Head Coach Eric Noggle joining us on this Saturday morning. Back with more from MC's next year on KCIM. We're talking with Deborah Danner right now, the head boys swim coach for the Carroll Tigers. And uh, Coach, uh, thanks for joining us here today, and, and uh, nice to catch up with you. Sounds like the holidays went well for you and for the boys. Oh, definitely. Um, everybody had a, a great uh, week off, so not off, but a great week anyway. Um, yeah, the boys had a had a really good week of practice, and it was a very, very uh, 
it was a great week to get a lot of things done. So, yeah. What do you focus on with almost three weeks uh, in between the last time you guys swam competitively at a meeting when you're headed today to the Johnston Invite? What are all the things you focused on? Yeah, you know, we, we just kind of really looked at um, the basics. Um, getting back to, you know, strong streamlines, um, good starts, good turns, uh, technique. Just, you know, I mean, we we put in a lot of yardage, yes, but... Um, you know, we're just kind of looking more at the technique of all of it. And, you know, we've got a month left, so everything's got to be right or it's not going to happen. Deb, is that enough then to keep the guys focused? Because I know like early in the season, sometimes coaches talk about, you know, when you get those preseason practices going, you go for two or three weeks and everybody's chomping at the bit to, you know, to see somebody besides just practice. So how do you keep the guys kind of focused on what they need to work on over a break like this as well? Well, I mean, the difference with our team against all the other teams is, you know, the majority of our boys are from different towns. So, you know, they just gives them the opportunity to get together and see each other and talk and hang out. So, um, you know, we, you know, we don't have that day to day seeing them in school together all the time. So that really kind of helps them out a little bit, but, um, we've got our back half of our season is just really loaded with meat. So, um, yeah, they, they've been chomping at the bit. They want to get in the water. They want to, well, we're in the water, but they want to, to compete. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they are more than ready for that. I know when we talked right before the break, you were still working on some of the relays. Did you work on who's going to be in some of those relays, or is that still going to be determined how the, you know, maybe the first next week or two goes? Yeah, that, that's still up in the air. Um, we got some boys that have been showing up and doing some really great swims and you know so it's <laughs> it's a good problem <laughs> it's definitely a good problem so um yeah it's it's you know we, like i said we got a bunch of meets coming up and um you know for these next two three weeks is really going to help determine who's going to be sitting on those relays do you like having the schedule this back loaded or would you prefer to have a few more of those maybe before the break uh, definitely would like to have them before the break, um, you know, because now is the time we just really want to focus in and and get our technique down and and make sure we are are prepared, you know, for every single race with our starts, our turns, everything. So, um, you know, we won't get as much time to work on that, but you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we took advantage of having it at the beginning of the season, and and uh, hopefully, it uh, sticks for us. You and I were talking during the commercial break here this morning on the show, and you mentioned that this uh, Johnston invite you guys are headed to today, uh, absolutely loaded. Um, what are you looking to take away from today? What do you want to see from the guys? Um, I I just want to see some great times. I just want to see if what we worked on all through break and everything, if, if it's going to happen for them. I, you know, I just want to make sure – we just want to see, you know, are they hitting those tight streamlines? Are they hitting fast turns? Um, yeah, you know, that that's what I'm looking for, some fast times. Um, you know, if we can pop off a few uh, top six-place finishes, that'd be great. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's not a matter of how we place as a team for this meet. It's, it's how we look, you know, what did we all accomplish over break. 
you're, you're you looking for time drops then from where you were at the first part of the season, and, and how much of a drop would you be happy with? Um, not even a lot of time drop, just a you know quarter of a second. I mean, that doesn't sound like much, but it is a lot. Um, but you know, even if we are just maintaining our times, um, you know, because we have been putting in more yardage, so you know, if if they're still able to swim those times. Um, being a little bit tired, you know, that that's a, a great indicator on how they're going to do at districts. So, um, you know, that's just kind of where we're at right now. Who are some of the top teams that are at the uh, Johnston invite today with you guys? Uh, Waukee will be there. Um, obviously Johnston, uh, Cedar Falls is ranked pretty high. Um, uh, Counts Plus, uh, Lewis Central will be there. Uh, Des Moines Roosevelt will be there. So, yeah, we, we've got um, some good competition, and uh, they're really going to help push our boys, and, and hopefully uh, we get to see that. Well, Deb, I tell you what, fun to catch up with you again. Glad that it sounds like the holiday went well for you and the boys. Wish you guys the best of luck coming up today, and looking forward to catching up with you again next week. Great. Thank you. You bet. Head coach Deb Danner again with the Carroll Boys Swim Team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Again, we're right here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. It's that time of year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stopping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily specials, stop in today, try a slice of their homemade pie, a cup of soup, or all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 27 years. MC's, located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Thank you for joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Thanks again to Sean Minahan, Randy Beeson, Katie Cook, Tyler Tryon, Shane Vaughn, Eric Noggle, and Eb Danner. And thanks to everybody again down at MC's for hosting the show. Again, we appreciate that. Uh, go down and check them out. They've got great food, that is for sure. Taking a look at that local schedule again today. Swimming, Carol is at the Johnston Invite Wrestling. Kemper at the Tri-Center Tournament, Carroll at the Ames Tournament, Autumn at the Atlantic Tournament, and Coon Rapids Baird hosting a bunch of schools, including South Central Calhoun at their tournament. In basketball, ESAC entertaining Kemper tonight, Keck 106.7. I'll have the broadcast for you, and again, that'll get underway at about 545-45 tonight with the girls' game set to tip off at 6. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you tonight from up in Sac City. Have a great weekend.